Hey everybody, welcome to another Tech Sport Rich Tech Review. This time I've got the Nintendo Switch, which has been phenomenal. But I'll read your mind review of it and you can decide for yourself. Uh, the Nintendo Switch is the iPad that Apple could never make. iPads are brilliant, you can do all sorts of things with them. You can get your work done on them, edit photos, watch movies, pretty much anything you want. Nintendo Switches are brilliant, you can play games on them. The concept of iPad gaming has always appealed to me. There's this really powerful, really portable machine that's more than capable of running some spectacular games. The trouble is, there are no spectacular games for the iPad. There are lots of very clever casual games, but nothing so deep that Sony, Nintendo and Microsoft should start worrying. iPad gaming has two problems. Price and control. Currently, the top-selling game on the UK iTunes store is a game called The Escapist. It costs $3.99. I haven't played the game, but I think I'm safe to assume that you control it by touching the screen with your finger. Most likely, one finger. Right now, you're probably wondering why I'm talking so much about the iPad. Well, the reason for that is that I'm writing a review of its newest competitor, the Nintendo Switch. What is it? Well, the best description I can give you is that the Switch is the newest machine that runs Nintendo games. I'm not so mental as to claim it's a handheld or a, a home console. Or even if it's just a console, I don't know, it's all of those things. It's easier to say that it's the machine that runs Nintendo games. As a piece of hardware, it's nothing out of the ordinary. What's special is how all the different elements of it come together. It's easy enough to display your iPad on your TV. You either do it badly over AirPlay or you buy a £40 HDMI adapter. The Switch comes with everything you need to connect it to your television in the box. There's even an HDMI lead which you won't find in the box of an Apple TV. The Switch knows if it's in the dock and acts accordingly. That's the ease of use and attention to experience that Apple used to be famous for. Essentially, the Switch is a 7-inch tablet. You can choose to play the games on the built-in screen, or you can play them on your TV. The controllers can be either attached to it or not. It has an internal battery, which means you don't have to be tethered to an electrical outlet, but that battery isn't big enough to get you more than three to six hours of use. I'll leave you to decide whether or not that means it's a portable handheld or what. So you've seen pictures of it already, so you know what it looks like. It reminds me of the last sat -nav device I owned, back before smartphones were invented. It's not thin, there's clearly a fan in there, and it's in no way too big. Build quality is excellent, Nintendo have done a fine job of hitting the just right mark where it counts, it's not too big or small, not too light or heavy, not too fat or thin. I keep expecting to find a young Bond girl sleeping on it. The Joy-Cons also feel to be of very high quality. Controller size can be a sensitive issue for some people, and it all really depends on the size of your hands. Until someone invents a controller that lets you customise button size and placement, it's always going to be a problem for some people. For me, it's just about right. I wouldn't be upset if the buttons were a fraction bigger and a bit more spaced apart, but I also accept that change might make it unusable for somebody else. I have the neon versions, and boy are they bright. They almost actually glow. I'm very happy that I got the version I got, but it brings me to my first very minor complaint. The Joy-Cons are designed to be used as a pair or individually. When you use them individually, you attach a small piece of plastic that has a wrist strap and some nice shoulder buttons. They come in the box, but they're grey. If you buy the grey version of the console, your grey controllers match your grey wrist straps and buttons. 
For the Neon version, Nintendo chose to also include grey wrist straps. I can buy blue and red ones separately if I really want them. However, for some reason, they're sold in pairs. So I have to buy two blue ones or two red ones. If anything, I just feel bad because they've made me want to spend money because one bit of plastic isn't the same colour as another bit of plastic. It's not really a complaint about the device. While I'm on Joy-Cons and things that annoy me, I'll give you another one. In the box is the Joy-Con Comfort Grip. It's a small plastic frame that holds the two Joy-Cons in some sort of regular controller configuration. For an extra $26.99, you can get yourself the Charging Comfort Grip. Can you guess what it does? It charges the Joy-Cons, right? No. It allows you to attach a USB cable that charges the Joy-Cons. There's no internal battery, just a USB port. I tried to justify it by saying that to include such a thing would force Nintendo to raise the launch price of the console, but now I know it's just a USB port, I'm annoyed and it should have been in the box. Despite my whinging about what's included, the Joy-Cons are brilliant. I can't really think of an equally versatile controller. Letting you use them in so many configurations makes for a user experience like nothing before. Unlike the PS4 and Xbox, but like the iPad, the Switch has a built-in screen. It's a 6.2-inch 720p display, and it's nice and bright with rich colours. I don't know if it meets anybody's definition of retina, but I can't see the pixels. It's that screen that makes the Switch so portable. When we had our hands on it for a while, I'll be interested to see if people mostly use it plugged into the TV or as a standalone device. There have been reports of people suffering from various hardware issues, none of which I'm experiencing myself. This sort of thing is to be expected when a new product launches. As the product ages, Nintendo will get better at building it. If you don't already have a Switch, the chances are you'll have to wait a little while before they make more. Those will be better made than the one I bought. By the time Christmas comes around, they'll be up to speed. Hopefully Nintendo will do their best to help everybody affected. Now the software. Just like the outside, there isn't much on the inside. There are no apps to speak of and not much functionality beyond running games. We knew that this would be the case before launch and it's not a disappointment. I'm sure you'll be able to run Netflix on it soon. Until then, you'll have to make do with every other device with a screen running Netflix. There is a download store, and it reminds you of uh, news reports from Soviet-era supermarkets. I'm sure there will be games to put on the shelves one day, it's just that there aren't many at the moment. I can tell you that it looks nice, and it works. Every console is only as good as it games, and when it comes to games, Nintendo have a good hand to play. Some people seem really worried about third-party software, but I don't think it's worth it. Remember this, the Switch is the only console you can play Nintendo games on. If you want to play Call of Duty, you need an Xbox or PS4. If you want to play Mario games or Zelda games, you need a Switch. In conclusion, the Switch is a brilliant console which Nintendo deserves to do well with. Should you get one as soon as you can? Well, only if you want to play one of the games available. Whatever console we're talking about, it'd be daft to buy it if there wasn't a game you wanted to play. There's lots to come, but it isn't there yet. Think of this as a soft launch, and by Christmas, they'll be all you need to have a very happy Switch time. I'm of the opinion that Nintendo have done really well with this machine. The fact that it's a portable around my house and can be played without the use of a television means it's going to get far more use than my PS4. A serious gamer couldn't live on the Switch alone, but they couldn't live on a PS4 either. 
All gaming platforms have exclusive content, it's just a matter of which ones you want to play. The fact that the Switch isn't as powerful as bigger consoles doesn't matter in the slightest. Apart from a couple of build issues, there's absolutely nothing to complain about here. If you really want a handheld PS4, you still have a few more years to wait. However, if you want a portable, easy to use, reasonably priced machine, the Switch is it. I asked on Twitter, at Tech Support Rich, if any of you had any questions about the Switch. It turns out you did, so here are my answers. Uh, question, in your opinion, do I need this console at the current price point as much as I want it? Answer, like I said, it depends how much you want to play the currently available games, and only you know the answer to that. Zelda's brilliant, but if you don't want to play it, then it's not much good to you. Uh, question, does the charging adapter really work on a MacBook Pro as well? And my answer is yes, no, and why? Yes, it will, because it's a USB-C power adapter. And no, because different models of MacBook have different power requirements. The power needs of a 15-inch MacBook Pro are far greater than a Nintendo Switch. Why would you want to do this? Didn't your MacBook come with a power adapter? Besides, it'll be plugged in behind your television, and that's not something you really want to keep swapping cables in. Uh, question, how does the new physical media feel, going from disc to such a small cartridge? Well, I think it feels good. Discs scratch. Cartridges don't. They're also smaller and easier to carry around. I hate discs. So there you have it. There's my Nintendo Switch review. I love the little thing. It's barely been out in my hand. I'm looking at it right now. And I'm going to go and play Zelda on it. Uh, look out for my YouTube video review, which will be different to what I've just said, but basically along those same lines, if you just want to see if I like it or not. But you get to see me looking gorgeous. Also, don't forget to check out all my other work on techsportrich.com and simplysyndicated.com. Okay, until I've got something else fun and new to review, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.